boy 50. Them say I carry that, that automatic Yahoo boy. Why are us the bar? We go make your mama lose joy. Leave one for him leg, your future we go destroy. Police is your friend, all my other one a decoy. Sass the beat, sass the still, but Sega get your freaking back. Sega this, Sega that, but Sega know they ever slack. Sega tweet, Sega help, Sega be like light for dark. Sass the fear, sass the jail, all because of Sega fact. Sass be like devil, them they still kill and destroy. Person go watch ball, all my now they don't end the boy. Click pal, trigger happy, see the red on the soil. Vexed and enraged, on my inside they boil. Only cop I can vouch for is CP Wakili. The rest will show you pepper, they are layers of chili. You they young, you get car, you they feel yourself a bee. Them go tax you, them go rob you, them go frame you up, you see. Officer of the law, but on duty you they blow grass. Young boys know they save, now your duty to they harass. Police turning bankers, them get POS, pure trust. RIP caller, they it is time to answer. Sorry, <laughs> the human, you know, I knew I was going to get tongue-tied. Human immunodeficiency virus, misconduct in office, and other related charges. As state's attorney, my number one priority is the safety of the public, and that's why we are providing you with this update today. As this is an ongoing case in our office, I can't go into all of the details surrounding the case, um, but we did want to make sure that we provided important updates to the public. At this time, I will turn the mic over to our Chief Hank Stowinski. Good afternoon. As my community knows, my first and last thought with respect to my duties is their trust. These are particularly troubling allegations, and I want to extend my gratitude to the State's Attorney and her office. I also want to credit the representatives of Fairmont Heights Police Department in bringing these allegations to our attention in September of 2019. My role here today will be simple and brief, however. This is troubling, and I know it's creating concern. Please make this number available to our partners in the media and to you watching right now. That number is 301-856-2660. Three zero one eight five six two six six zero. I'm giving you that number because this conduct creates in me concerns that we have other people who may have been impacted, whether as the victims of crime or in relationships with the individual in question. If you have those concerns, please contact that number. Our investigators are standing by. I want to thank them and the women and men who have worked diligently on this case since September. They've done tremendous work. But you can contact those investigators. They are compassionate. They are caring. They are willing to and prepared to listen. And there's two pieces to this. There's obviously the concern about crime and additional crimes that may have occurred in our community. And then there's concerns about the public health. And they are well prepared to answer questions and to provide references to you should you have any concerns along those lines. With that, I'll turn it back to our state attorney. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you have any questions, we're happy to answer those that we can. Some information we cannot provide at this time. So, All I can speak to is what is in uh, the indictment, and the charge is um, it, it, the charge is there for any attempt or actual transfer. So, um, we have. Um, so, so the the um, crime isn't necessarily a transmission. Is it, it can be an attempt, 
as well. And so I can only speak to what's in the indictment at this time. Are there any additional people come forward this officer at this time, uh, Chief, do you know? We're continuing our investigation. Again, I want to credit the representatives of the Fairmont Heights Police Department for coming forward. We are continuing a broad-based investigation, and that's, again, why I'm encouraging our community, 301-856-2660. Any concerns that may be associated with this, please call us and let us continue that investigation. The, when you look at the In this case, we have one victim. No, I know, but that's not my question. He's previously been charged correctly, correct? From Yeah, so so I think that, that that may have just been a mistake on the on one of the court records. But it but the incident ha occurred on September sixth. So there's only one victim. Currently we have one we know of one victim. We had a thorough grand jury investigation, and the re grand jury returned in, um, an indictment against Vanderpool. Is there an investigation ongoing now of the other officer in that community? I can only speak to what is in the current indictment um, against uh, former officer Vanderpool. How did you learn that he was HIV positive? Through the course of the investigation, um, and I don't know if the chief wants to elaborate a little bit more, um, but during the course of the investigation, we uh, it was determined that he was HIV positive, and that's why we pursued those additional charges in the indictment. I don't want to be vague. I do want to credit our investigators for, for being very sharp in how they went about doing their work. They uh, were able to obtain certain information and then through follow-up and then through a grand jury subpoena were able to get information. Um, because this is uh, now an indictment and it's facing prosecution, we're going to have to leave it at that. But I do want to credit our investigators, uh, one of whom is here with us, uh, for being very sharp-eyed as they went about this. And I think they've done great service to our community in terms of public health, not just dealing with what was apparent, but looking beyond that. Well, I'll respond thusly, and I think that's what I endeavored to communicate in my initial remarks. Whether it is as a result of a consensual relationship or you believe you were the victim of a crime, we'd like you to reach out to that number that I provided, 301-856-2660, because there may or may not be, depending on the circumstances, the, uh, the element of coercion involved in that. That's what our investigators will endeavor to get to the bottom of, and then if that doesn't exist, Certainly, there is reference to our partners with public health, 
and if people have those public health concerns, we want to be a resource to providing them reference so people can get evaluated. And then if, if the need arises, they can be afforded preventative medication. I do want to add, again, coming back to this question around the HIV infection, our detectives, when they became aware of that, in advance of confirming this, did take the victim in this case and refer them for medical evaluation, and that individual was provided with preventative medication. We did not wait to confirm that through the investigation, as we've discussed previously. We did that immediately. And there again, I'm adding some urgency to my communication on this part of the, the case. If you have those concerns, reach out to that number today, 301-856-2660. Um, they are compassionate, they are capable, they are willing to listen, and, and let us help facilitate and resolve your concerns. And, and can I just can I just mention something else? If if let's say in the case of a consensual um, act, if the person who has HIV does not disclose that information to uh, his or her partner, um, there's potential uh, to charge uh, for that as a crime as well. So whether or not um, the act was consensual is not. Uh, it's, it's relevant, but not too, not relevant in terms of being able to charge under the, the theory of tra uh, attempt to transmit or transmission of HIV if they are not aware, if the partner is not aware of the status of the individual who has HIV. The first of the rate charge was dropped during that bond hearing, and now with this indictment, it is um, back again. What is the so uh, we are satisfied that the grand jury uh, heard all of the relevant evidence and returned the appropriate charges, which included first-degree rape. Uh, again, I'm only speaking to what ha what has been indicted, and the first-degree rape has been indicted, and we believe that is appropriate. Well, unfortunately, and again, I don't intend to be vague with you, the, the method by which this individual carried out these crimes is part of the prosecution at this point. So I'm not going to reveal anything further about that. But I want to assure the public and, and to assure the public with respect to the public trust um, that this is and remains a broad-based investigation. Um, we are looking at all facets of this series of events and we are prepared to come forward with additional information for our community when we arrive at conclusions. This is the piece that we have an indictment on now. Well, we're very satisfied with the posture that this is in, and we'll continue our work on behalf of the public in this matter. Again, we uh, have all of the witnesses that we have interviewed has, have been uh, very forthcoming, and that, that is why we were able to get an indictment uh, for the first degree uh, rape, uh, along with the other uh, important charges in this case. So that's all I'll have to say about that. I want to go back to the charge of passing, I think the charge is passing of an infectious disease. Or attempt. Or, or attempt, okay. So <clears throat> does he have to knowingly know that he's HIV positive? We believe uh, that in this case, all of the elements were met uh, to um, substantiate that charge. And I think somebody else asked this, but I don't recall this answer. Is the victim, as you know, can you say whether this victim has tested positive or not? That information will not be disclosed. 
I can't speak to his prior contacts or disciplinary actions within his department. He is no longer with the department. I don't know the exact date. That's something you'll, you'd have to uh, talk with the department about. My understanding is that he resigned. Yes, sir. Yes. 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 You're forgiven. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, everybody. Most appreciate it.